Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today I have three people from a marketing space here with us, and the conversation we want to have is how do you market yourself on a budget? Karen, I would love for you to start us off. So it's interesting that the part that I'm going to chuckle a little bit about is is on a budget because I don't know any marketing client I've ever had who's not on a budget. <laughs> so, um, so I often think, you know, the first thing that comes to mind when I talk about marketing um, or branding yourself, which I don't do a lot of self-branding, but this all kinds of falls into the same thing. You have to find where your comfort zone is. So for example, I know I'm really comfortable just talking off the cuff anywhere, video, whatever platform. So I know that that's, a, that's something that I can do anytime. And so that's, that's helpful for me, but you have to know where your comfort zone is. Is it networking? Is it, you know, the nice thing about those that weren't happy or comfortable with networking last year, we all did networking virtually. So it made things a lot easier. And I think that you're going to find a lot more opportunities like that as a means to promote yourself and maybe push yourself out of your, your comfort zone a little bit, because that's really what it comes down to is people are really, <laughs> for the most part, I find that people are not really good about talking about themselves and so that's usually where the problem begins okay yeah i agree with that and trying to sometimes it's a matter of coaxing the information out of the clients so uh, i see it a lot when we're doing social media and websites uh, you know a lot of times we'll just bring in a copywriter just to help them out because they they can't write the copy themselves because they can't talk about themselves and uh, you know and they can leverage a, a lot of these platforms uh, in, inexpensively to uh, get their message out there and uh, networking as you mentioned karen is of course very very big and certainly during COVID, being able to get on zoom calls and do your business development and and uh, follow-ups uh, by way of uh, of zoom calls has been great I, I personally have been able to land new clients just from zoom calls uh, in in areas of i would have never been able to reach previously and be able to speak to people that i probably wouldn't have been able to speak to prior to COVID because they've kind of their guard has come down a little bit uh they're a little bit more forthcoming on on zoom and you can actually see the ceo or the president of the company in their office or in their home or in their kitchen and you're talking and and they're you can see they're average people you know just like us mm -hmm. and i love karen that you started with uh start where you're comfortable because one of the things i've found over the years is that the budget really becomes marketing against yourself a lot of times because okay. if you're trying to if you're trying to um, market yourself in an environment where you're not comfortable doing that, it's it's going to take two to three times the budget to make it happen because you're fighting against yourself. You're not comfortable with what you're doing. Uh, you're going to, for lack of a better word, mess up. You're going to do things that you shouldn't be doing in marketing. And, uh, you know, if you are in your comfortable environment, that's your comfort zone. And the other thing you said is take yourself out of your comfort zone sometimes too. So I think our job as people who work with with folks who want to market their business is to recognize, meet them where they're starting, recognize where they are, and then help them move into those environments. Oh, sorry, my video lost again. Um, move move their marketing into those environments where they're less comfortable. Um, one of my clients in the past said, I, "I hate doing I hate doing BSLs." One of the things I shared with her those are video sales letters. One of the things I shared with her is you do webinars all the time, right? And she said, yes. And I said, if you really think about it, aren't webinars just video sales letters that you're doing live? And she said, oh yeah, I guess they are. So now suddenly she can do video sales letters, which was, I think what we need to do as responsible people helping people with marketing. And Charles, one of the interesting things is that uh, a lot of companies allow um, their team or their you know staff to kind of uh, 
have the budget drive their marketing as opposed to the need mm-hmm. or the goal drive what the marketing budget should be. So, you know, you oh, go to yeah. them and say, well, we only have $5,000 or whatever it is to spend on X. Well, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? It may cost three times that much. So we've got to figure out what is it you're trying to accomplish? What are you trying to say? You know, what kind of channels would work for you and especially would work for the people you're trying to reach? Um, you know, how much trust do those people put into those channels? And, you know, how's it going? How's the message going to be developed? And then you can come back and say, okay, well, here's what it's going to cost or how much it's going to take. And then we can always scale it back to fit a budget. Very true. That business owners have an unreasonable expectation of what they can accomplish with marketing and a certain and a given budget. No, not at all. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> is this a trick question? Because <laughs> well, I, I find that I mean my my husband is a graphic designer, website designer, and I find that it, he runs into that. Right? People want well, Google can do it. Well, yes. <laughs> Do you have Google's budget? So I'm wondering, as business owners, since I am the out, outlier here, I am not a marketer, how can we do a better job of being reasonable when we come to someone like you and say, hey, I need help with my marketing? How do we do a better job of knowing what our strengths are so that we can start the, the conversation in a place that, that makes it best for us? The first place is to start with it. It's that it's not about you. It's not about the company. It's about the prospect. It's about the client. You know, that's where you really need to start. And then, you know, what does that audience look like and, and what kind of, you know, divisions are there? I mean, you know, you may have clients or prospects that fit in one category of prospects that fit in another. And, you know, what are you doing to reach out to them? And, and what have you tried that's worked and what hasn't worked before? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, really, what is it that you're offering to them? Why would they even do business with you as opposed to somebody else? So there's a lot of questions need to be asked up front. I, I find that some, some marketing companies basically start with a solution and then they try to fit your organization into the equation. You really need to do the opposite. You really need to understand, you know, what, the, what your organization is about. And then that's going to drive the message. It's going to drive the channels you're going to use. It's going to drive your budget. I think budget is people get wrapped up in budget in the wrong way. So, um, you know, at, one of the biggest conflicts I have is the fact that people want, have, want the world for four digits. And, and we all know that that's just not going to happen. And so I think one of the things that would be really helpful, I don't care whether you're small business, large business, where you fit in that spectrum, is to understand, and this is one of my favorite books that I, I pitch a lot to people. It's called What Got You Here Won't Get You There. That's and I, book, yeah. I think that if people take a look at, you know, people get wrapped up in, hey, well, this has worked before. Well, maybe the world's different today as it is, right? We're much more in belief and understanding that market conditions play such a big part in what we do and how we spend money from from our clients' money, from budgeting and things like that, that last year may not be this year. And you may have to spend more or you may have, you may spend less. I mean, especially when it comes to digital platforms. Yeah, that's a great point too, because how many, I, Robin, I've shared with you many times that marketers ruin everything. How many times have we seen marketers use a method just and drive it to the ground where, yeah, it doesn't work anymore. But, you know, to, to answer the question too about how do you, how do people come to marketing agencies or marketing firms or marketing people with, with better expectations? Um, the one thing that, that I like to do is try to set a baseline in the beginning, sort of what Rick was saying. We have to understand where you are and where you're starting and not so much where you are, but where your market is, where your audience is. Mm-hmm. Then the second part of that is you can't solve multimillion dollar problems with three to four figures of budget. 
you have to understand that there, there there's that escalation. If you want to solve a thousand dollar problem, sure, you might be able to solve it for a hundred bucks. If you want to solve a million dollar problem, it's going to take more than five thousand dollars in budget to get you there, and it's going to take more than just doing something once. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, going back to what Karen was saying, what worked last year doesn't work this year. So if we try something that worked last year, we might go through three to five thousand dollars worth of budget to realize that this isn't working for you anymore. And then we have to just carry on and move forward and say, what will work? What is the, what's the market doing? What hasn't been done, been done to death, et cetera. So yeah. I think, I think the real answer is we have to ask better questions of clients when they're coming in so that they understand how to approach these things. Yeah. And, and if you ask the right questions, uh, then you know what the solution needs to be and what the message needs to be. As I was saying earlier, I, I've been, uh, I've seen agencies go in and they'll spend 45 minutes of an hour meeting doing a slide presentation of all their capabilities and, and everything they've accomplished since they opened their doors. And yeah. they don't ask a single question. Then they leave the meeting and feel, hey, we did a great job, wonderful presentation. And then they wonder why they don't get the job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I go in and I, I spend 45 minutes asking questions because I want to know, first of all, is this something I want to do? Uh, do I want to, do I believe in this product or service? And then if I do, okay, what what's making you tick? What, what have you tried? What have you haven't tried? What's working? What's not working? All of these things. And right. then we can come back to the table and say, here, based on what you've told us, you know, this isn't what we recommend. And if we need to do more research to find out, you know, from your customers or whatever, we'll go out and do that as well. But we need to have a baseline. We need to have a place to start. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're getting ready to bump up against our 10 minutes. So I would like to cut us off there. But I do think that another conversation that would be ideal for us to have, if you guys have time, is how might someone like me choose a marketer? How do I know? So maybe that'll be the next conversation we have. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I appreciate it very much. We'll do it again real soon.